Marco. Here, here we go again. Here we go again. Yes, that's right. It's the motherfucking protocol. Your man Dean Edwards in the building. Bring in the music. I wanted to play a song for you on here that that and hear your reaction on the podcast, the Eminem song FAC, F-A-C-K. Can we plug that in so we can hear it in the headphones? Is that possible? And have it also play on the podcast? Is it possible? Hear well, at some point, we'll do it. Can, can we set it up? Yeah, I have the song. He has the song. I want ready. you to hear it. You wanted we, me to hear. I remember the reaction. Right. Remember, it's so insane. Right. It's, even for Eminem, it's so insane that really? I didn't want you to believe that he actually recorded this insanity with a hot beat that he. I guess some well, would say that's, wasted, that's but him. I enjoy yeah, it. That's, but that's, no, this will, I think, even shock you in some Really? Ways. It's that Oh, now nah, I got to hear it, man. That's my man, Joseph Bessie, back in the building, man. He's he's uh, he's he's chilling on the podcast again. You know what I'm saying? My man, Big Mike, on the soundboard. No, no, the, podcast. The soundboard. Podcast, nobody cares. They're, they're, they're YouTube setting up cares. This, this song for me. They're setting up a song for me to listen to. It's called Fuck. Back. Fack. F-A-C-K. 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 Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, or you're so, a fact And I want to just hear your reaction. You want to hear my when reaction? the listeners can hear it too and your reaction In over the it. moment. Okay. And it gets crazier as the song progresses. Like, it's not just over in the beginning. It's it's insanity. So we, we, we have to pretty much let the listener sit through a couple of minutes I of the song. I think people, people most people haven't it. heard this and I think people will be surprised because you know why? It was thrown on his Greatest Hits album and I didn't even know M had a Greatest Hits uh, did it I'm come saying. out recently? No, no. Long time ago. When? I, After uh, Encore. I, and he put what three was, tracks there was, there was on Relapse there. Relapse and there was uh, No, that was but Greatest Hits was before Relapse. Really? I, I did not know. That's how many hits he's had. No, and, had. And I, listen. Eminem's been, been here over a decade. What? Since what? 99? Yeah, when I was in fifth grade, I remember him coming so what out. Year was My that? name is what year was is like that? 90, 96, 97. Was it ninety nine? Was it ninety six? No, because ninety eight. Because uh, because Tupac died ninety six. Tupac died ninety six. Biggie died ninety seven. All right, so ninety nine maybe. Uh, yeah, I was thinking like ninety maybe two thousand. But I'll say ninety nine. But I I do. Here's the thing about Eminem when he makes songs though, he really makes complete songs. Like he puts a chorus, a bridge. Three long verses. Yeah. He'll do a little intro, a little outro. He puts a lot into yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, no, he he knows how to construct a construct a a song. That's the difference. That's what a lot of people. One of the things people complain about with um with uh uh battle MCs and freestyle artists. There's and and they also M is sort of the exception to the rule because he came from the battle world, the underground battle MC world. And it actually um, has transcended just you know the hip hop world because but he he figured out how to make a hot record you know that's how you always know somebody is in the industry they don't call it a hot song it's a hot record I was just at a radio station and this dude was like uh, this is a new singer Sam something he has this this white his blue eyed soul he's from England uh, this, I forgot the name of the song. Uh, but but the DJ said, yo, man, I remember when I heard this record three months ago, and I was like, yeah, you could tell you a DJ. He's like, why? I said, because you called it record. Like, the average yeah. person just calls it yeah, a 50 song. Yeah, 50 Cent calls it record. Yeah, because he's 50 in, Cent he's in, says he's the word, 
actual one more time. I'm gonna personally uh, what, what's wrong, slap him in the what's face. Wrong, what's wrong with that? I, I, I highly doubt you're gonna smack 50 Cent in the face. Well, from what but, I heard of Ja Rule claiming that he beat you up. Yeah, Ja, ja Rule did. Uh, <laughs> hey, ja Rule's really claiming that bit, hard. But that's the thing. Ja Rule got muscles now. He went to jail, got his little jail swole on, so now he's feeling a little strong. Little SK strong, strong. He brother feeling strong right now. I heard that though that Ja Rule yeah, he's said really that, going in on that. He's saying, he's saying that. and I thought they squashed it. I remember seeing him on uh, on one of the morning shows. Uh, I think it was Power, and he was saying, you know what, we we sort of squashed any beef, and it's all peace now. So I was actually surprised. Is it you? Let me know when the song's about to play. It's an interesting thing that you know that. Okay, is there any way for us to both hear it or no? We only have one pair of headphones. Telling this story now, even though he does say he said this way yeah, back no, when. He definitely said it back then. We just couldn't hear him over, over being destroyed. Right. Well, here's the the, but the, the other problem is coming out with it now. Coming out with it now and you're now muscular. But no, Ja Rule is, is swollen now, son. Like, uh, what, have you seen Dr. Dre? Oh, yeah, like, he looks you see ridiculous. how Dre is like looks, bro, beyond Brody, he looks beyond weird. Brolic. He looks weird. Yeah, Ja Rule his head now. looks like it's out to here. His shoulders look like put a hanger in it. What the <laughs> hell is he supposed to be? Yeah, he's is he a producer? A, a or are you there to what he's supposed to be. Well, <laughs> I, I hope the steroids yeah. don't have a side effect and he gets to, you know, spend all that money and his balls hey, don't man, shrink in the meantime. Is, I think he's fine. He, well, he, I guess he has a billion dollar balls. Exactly. So he can buy some new exactly. balls. But he definitely, if anyone took steroids, Dr. Dre took steroids. He, he definitely took out. Bear. He definitely took steroids. There's no question. You don't no think he could have worked out like that, dude? Your shoulders don't go out to here, and your head what about blow exercise? up. I remember exercise. people. Exercise. Well, here's the thing. I remember when uh, everyone started saying, "Yo, you know, LL, LL's, uh, you know, getting taking taking Botox," and I said, "But he's normal." Has, LL has. Here's the thing. I'm not saying. I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree. Yeah. With Dre being on something or LL or Jaru, whomever, but. You also have to understand they have access. Once you uh, enter that world of celebrity and you're making that type of money, you have access to the best foods, the the best trainers, uh, the best product. And so, they, yes, they can uh, take steroids and go the quick route, but you could also have a nutritionist, a, a, a renowned yeah. chef slash nutritionist, that gives you just the right amount of protein uh, and complex carbs in your right. diet so that you you suddenly wind up with only 3% body fat. But I agree with that, but I'm saying, but then why, but, but then why does he look weird from it? If he's getting, you know, he doesn't look, he doesn't, it doesn't look normal is what well, I'm saying. What, like when Nelly got strong, he looks normal. Nelly was always in decent oh, yeah. shape though. And okay. that's, I think that's, Dre, we were used to wearing baggy cars. But he was still stocky, though. He was still stocky. He was stocky, but not, not... No, he wasn't skinny, but he just... He looked like uh, a middle-aged dude. Well, okay, but 50 Cent... Okay, but again, he was, I guess, always kind of big. He was fat and became strong. But, right. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who went from skinny well, to strong that looked normal. I remember when Busta normal. Rhymes... Uh, was, oh, he looks... Yeah, now Busta looks... He just looks out of shape. Yeah, now he looks out of shape, but that's what... But Timbaland, look, he... we There was rumors of steroids. He looks freaking But Tim weird. looks... Look, he was held... Here's the thing. I remember when... Um, the neck? I don't know what happened. But his, I remember uh, if you watch um, Jay-Z's Fade to Black, his concert yeah, uh, film, which is actually anyone that's... Uh, anyone that ever aspired to, to really uh, conquer something, I think that's a great 
documentary to watch because it's, it's, it's to me it's somewhat inspirational not just to watch how they construct how you see different songs get constructed by different uh beatsmiths but also him saying you know I I I came from Marcy Projects and and I'm now selling out the garden in oh. in a matter of minutes cuz I remember when when he did it uh, Fifty Cent. He was like, I sold out the garden. Was was a big deal. I was like, you know what, Fifty? Can can we let somebody like just that, enjoy their moment? I, I do love that though. I it was always oh, it. It funny. I thought it was. Thing, I, thought it was said, I think he just does he's that. Like, but you know, yeah. like get under someone's skin. Yeah, it's like why? Well, I mean, so what? He sold out the garden. I sold. No, garden is not speak? even the biggest. Uh, <laughs> It's not even the biggest venue. It's only 18,000. And he always says, I did Jay-Z's career in half the time he did it. You know, he always yeah, says that yeah, line. Yeah, He's so funny. I, I think he loves, though, pushing oh, those buttons yeah. with Jay-Z. And I, because every time he gets a chance to, he'll say some shit but about I think him. It's, it's, he's so also funny. coming. It's comical to I me. Think it's, I think it's comical. I think 50's very calculated. I think, you know, this is a man who's, who's, uh, who's, uh, studied the 48 laws of power and, 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 uh, you know, Sun Tzu's the art of war. And so he utilizes a lot of those tactics to not only get attention, but to stay, you know, out there and keep his name and, and out there. Speaking of Jay-Z fade to black, have you seen my man Damon Dash is everywhere. He's up interviews. He's putting up videos every day well, almost. I follow him on uh, Duco's Poppington. Yeah, no, uh, I know. You put on, me on, on to that. And he's, uh, but he's been putting up a lot of videos, a lot of interviews. I love listening to him speak. There's certain things he said, uh, you know, I don't agree with that don't make sense to me. But... Uh, still though, I've been enjoying it so much. I love just right, right. Because to me, he just he's a uh, whether you agree with what he's saying or not, he makes you want to hustle and do some stuff, and also be uh hold stand up for yourself in the process. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, I think you got to take everything with a little bit of grain of salt because he kind of forgets. I feel like he makes it like, yo, you know, I see people have bosses and I see people change their tone when people come around and like, that's a man. You're supposed to be a man. And my only interjection would be, yeah, but you're saying this as someone who has a lot of money now and is able to do your own stuff. When right. you're coming up, at some point, you got to have a boss. You might actually have to change your tone for somebody who you work for. You can't just be around like, fuck everyone. You, you don't really, I don't think you can get to be your own boss by not at all working for right. someone at all. Right. You know what I mean? So he, I feel like his view's a little like, you know, skewed in that way where it's like, he's forgetting what got him to this way. He got a very advantageous position where it's like, he was able to do that. Right. But, you know, he's like, because he kept going like, well, I see people, dudes, men, you know, change when a dude who's uh, their boss makes money, you know, they're making money off because they're cutting the checks. He's like, that's the difference between me and them. I cut the checks. You know, right, I get that. We'd all like to aspire to get to that point, but, you know, sometimes I don't think you're any less of a dude because you change your tone because the guy who cuts your checks is... Nah, right. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, right. it's like even as a comic, right? I mean, you got to get to a pretty high point to be like, yeah, I don't listen to anybody. I fuck every club booker. You know, you got to get to a certain point to right. not listen to anyone and, right. and take no shit. Right. Well, so, be because uh, everybody's not so fortunate to, to have people around. You need someone essentially in 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 any business especially entertainment nobody just makes it you need somebody that that's going to uh co-sign you there there's always uh, a gatekeeper yeah you know we were talking there's a there's a particular club um where there's a there's a new booker yes at this particular comedy club and now fortunately that was me versus you I, because i have more credits yes I uh, I happened to work this club 
the like a day or two after the new uh, the, after the club got the new Booker, and so the new Booker was there and introduced himself to like he he was he asked he said something to me. Uh, I gave him my name. He's like, oh, you're Dean Edwards, and so he introduced him, himself. And because uh, of my resume, he came at me with with more more professional respect. Not even respect just as a man, but a professional respect. Whereas if you go into space, you now have to go chase him down. I have to prove myself you all have over to prove again. Yourself, yeah. which, is, which, which, which is fair. Which, which is, is part of the game, but it, it. it does become, it's frustrating to, to anyone. Because yeah. you're like, look, man, I, I just did this um, however many years ago at this this one comedy club. I got to do it again at this yeah. other comedy club. I mean, you know, and I get that. I mean, it is a business, you know, so. Right. So, but um, but that's why, but hopefully he sounds like a cool dude. Hopefully then if I yeah. get some referrals yeah. from people that he respects, then he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll you know, yeah, check the guy out and he and definitely, uh, he seemed, he seemed like But that. I swear, okay. I want to do something with Damon Dash. I, I, I remember, because I told you, I think I, I told you I met him at Chelsea Piers and talked to him a little bit and, uh, there's something I just like about him. I don't know what it is, you know. Yeah. Just something just very like if you were to do business with him, or he were to take a liking to you, he would hustle his ass off for you. Right. And by the way, any rumors that he's broke is certainly ridiculous, which I always knew was ridiculous. Right. But right. their version of broke is preposterous because one, unless he's amazing at acting or keeping up appearance, right. this guy's not walking around broke. Right. Or whatever level of broke does he have? Jay Z money? Maybe not, but this guy's fine. Well, he's, that, he's, you're that, not able to conduct the business that he's conducting and talk the way he's able to talk um, without. Right, and and financial. also the the a celebrity's version of broke versus the the average person's broke is is uh, drastically different. You know, uh, in in terms of oh, I, I think Mike Mike, Mike has, has now, but when, has, before we get to the Damien, yeah. I just want to say the other thing he's calling everyone. I think we talked about this culture vultures. Yeah, and yeah, that's his which term is lately. which is it? Yeah, that's his. He loves <laughs> that term. Well, he's coining that one, the <laughs> culture vulture. But I, it's an interesting. Has that culture vulture? Yeah, can you do this? Can you can you do this? Can I get a quick? Damien? What you want? You want you what you want me to say? <laughs> Yo, these people come in. The culture vultures. Y'all know what you did. And what's the yeah, what? uh, 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 what's the guy's name? Uh, Randy Ackerman, <laughs> Leor Cohen, Leor, <laughs> Leor. Yo, now, dude, but now the Dame. Remember, you did the impression of Dame yeah. at, at a, yo, a comedy show. Yo. Someone not laughing, but he's laid back, Dame. Now, oh. not animated, Dame. Oh, laid back. Wait, wait. Give me. You, again? Were, you were at. You said you if something like if I was doing a stand up show and some people weren't laughing in front, and he comes out, and he's like, "Yo, you're not. You're not. You're not gonna laugh. You're just gonna, you're just gonna sit there. You ain't gonna laugh. This is gonna, this is gonna hop right here." Dude, it's hot right here. Come on, man. You're culture vultures. <laughs> Everyone's a culture vulture. Everyone's a... But that has nothing to do with hip-hop. Yo, but it still no, is. Well, but, yo, but the thing is that he did it to somebody... Oh, did you see someone uploaded a six-second Vine video? It said, when you're not happy with the company you keep, Jay-Z's face is like this, mad, straight, like angry. Uh -huh. And Damon Dash and Memphis Bleaks in the background shouting out to a mic, yo, it's The Rock over this. We in the building. And Jay-Z's just with oh, this really? stoic and just face of you do not want to be anywhere near this. Just fucking Oh, that's so hilarious. I got to look that up. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, are we going to check this out? Yeah, we're about to. So, yeah, yeah you plug it. You plug it. V Vessi wanted us to hear this. I, I think it's worth it because it's so insane. This is an Eminem song that was on his greatest hits album. I'm guessing a lot of people haven't heard this. Um, hopefully my girlfriend is not on her Spotify or it won't play um, because Spotify only lets you play at one person. No, I know, but it could get shut off quick. 
Um, but okay, so here it is. FAC, Eminem, produced by Dr. Dre. I'm sure there's some rappers that oh. say, I wish I could have this beat to say something. Oh. But Eminem took a different <laughs> approach. So here we go. Time. Now what here is Is he not the greatest? What what about this? Yeah. Back on. Back going. Greatest MC, Eminem, Slim Shady. Slim Shady. I like the headphones. Oh, you like the headphones? I kinda like it. I kinda like the sound. I like the sound of my voice. He likes the sound. You like the sound. Does anybody hear me? Close on the microphone. I like to tongue kiss this mic right now. Well, 
you know, this that that song just reminded me of <laughs> of, of uh, we could be how, phone sex operators. How, how much of a derelict you really are, Joseph Vesey. Hey, I didn't write the song, but you I wish I funny? did. You know, it's like the while I was listening to that, I said, you know what, Eminem has his. Here's why Eminem has more f- freedom. <laughs> you would never hear, brother. <laughs> you might even hear the first two verses. Even the beginning of the third. But when he went to the the gerbil, uh, nibbling around the rectal air cavity and then getting stuck in him... Wanting it to stay in there. Like I love how he does the thing with like, no, take it out. Oh no, can I leave it in? Right, like he always does. Right, right. This don't mean I'm gay. I don't like that. Right, right. And uh, nah, brother. Well, here's you know what's funny, brother. That's because they're so homophobic. I think I was gonna say we don't black men, and I'm not. I'm not gonna give it give it all to a homophobia. We we uh, but sexually be and this also culturally um. The, the the black I hate sound like I'm on some soapbox, but uh black men in Hollywood and this is I'm speaking for the the general consensus of black men and how black men feel they're portrayed in Hollywood. Brothers always feel like uh at some point they uh their their uh manhood will get checked because they'll get put in a dress. Uh, emasculated. No, it was before. That was long before that. The, Chappelle, you think Chappelle started because that's the first time you heard about it. But when, but, I, but all those dudes that, but so many people that have done it did it by choice, though. Did it by choice, but it's also um, it, it it also uh, people will say, yeah, it was choice, but it's a hard choice to make because someone's like, well, here, uh, Martin Lawrence, we have. Ten million dollars for you to wear this dress. I'm not. I'm I, not conspiracy yeah. Yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorist. I'm telling you how the average brother feels. Feels right. Okay. When they because on the one hand you'll say, well, I think Eddie Murphy did a brilliant job in Nutty Professor playing five different roles. But there's somebody out there is like, yeah, but why you have to? Why they have to dress him as the grandmother too? But, but isn't that kind of their own insecurity? Because I know Eddie Murphy for a fact. Mm-hmm. If they do the research, uh-huh. chose to do that. The Waynes wrote white chicks. You know, first of all, and then Sam was a white guy who did dress up like a because girl too. funny is funny. Yeah. But but the difference being, uh. When you when you look at the grand scheme of of uh, portrayals of white guys in movies, you get a wide variety of white guys on television and film, and you're allowed to just be whatever. Um, black people feel like the majority of portrayals you're going to get uh, brothers as criminal. Uh, you're going to get uh, brother in dress. You're gonna get. I want to come out with that gonna, movie, by the way. You're gonna brother get, and dress. You're gonna get quick talking, uh, slick brother that's a street cat, but he's but smiles a lot, aka a- Axel Foley or Chris Tucker in the Russia. You know what I mean? So the the archetypes are are, are fewer and far between, and so right. that's where the argument comes from, and it came long before Chappelle and Cat Williams uh, said it. And so, uh, so that goes back to and and in the black community, um, homosexuality is not um, is not addressed as much. I don't think it's uh, uh, addressed. Was that a play on words? It was. It was. You see how I'm so lyrical. I'm like I'm I'm like the Eminem of this podcast thing, man. So, uh, but no, I, I get what you're saying. There's there's a certain there's not as wide variety of of black roles. 
uh, the way there is maybe for for white roles. Right. But I feel like though, but in comedy though, you still have not not what's con- I guess not considered, but you still have white people in comedy at least mm-hmm. acting like fools and 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 technically just being a stupid portrayal of white guys. I mean, right. I mean, Seth Rogen is portraying stoner. He, I mean, well, it, Seth, it, Seth plays the same role pretty much so, in every every movie. Well. <laughs> But he's funny, and it's a why. Why break the mold? And so, did you like so, that impression? So, I guess maybe because like the, the world doesn't view it as it. But I mean, the the it's like because when Catherine Heigl said that stupid, uh, ungrateful comment about oh, of yeah, knocked yeah. up saying it, a bad portrayal of women, and of course, Avatar was like, "What? We made the guy seem so cool. I mean, the guy grabbed a bong before an earthquake before his girlfriend. Yeah, he looks really good, right? You know, right. so." Right. And so, I mean, but maybe there's just no one thinks of it that way where they're like, oh, white people are getting portrayed as idiots because no one really puts well, it that way. They, but it's they won't look at it uh, as white people portraying idiots because they'll say, yeah, but then you have George Clooney playing a politician. Well, well what about Denzel? Or, or, but still, how many, how honestly, how many? I'm trying to think. You got Denzel, how many what, people, Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. Who, I'm, I'm going to go through it. Uh, Samuel. Samuel. Oh. Uh, Jackson. Okay. Um, Getting a little slow. Well, I'm just saying, okay, but I, look, I don't have that many white guys on the top of my huh? head either. Okay, I, I can run down a list. Uh, you could go George Clooney. You could go uh, 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 Sean Pitt. Penn. You could go Brad Pitt. Okay. You could uh, you could go any uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, the, well, okay. the who's on, passed let's, away. Let's, let's no, get no, people I'm just, alive I'm, now. No, no, uh, 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 Paul Giamatti. I'm, I'm just, okay, I'm just four. pulling. Okay, I'm we pulling three. Black, I, I black, said three black people. I said three out black the, people. Uh, out the uh, Michael Douglas, uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, Forrest uh, Whitaker. Uh, I'm gonna try to match these. Forrest Whitaker. Okay, Forrest Whitaker. I got four. Uh, 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 Wesley Snipes for well, a while was well, doing well. Get <laughs> <laughs> a good, get a good run. No, hey, just, he I, could pay his taxes. I, I love that you that you said. Oh, you know, he he, he had a good run for for. Uh, <laughs> Or black. Hey, As a matter of fact, for open, money, up, money open up IMDb right now and just count the the top uh, hundred uh, um, actors list. Okay, no, I'm not You're disagreeing. There's more young, white, but I'm not young, saying. But young. hold on, but I'm just still trying to go pound for pound here. Okay, I just got five black guys mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, his brother, the other Hemsworth, uh, Chris Pine. Uh, uh, um, not Chris. Uh, he's another Chris. He played Captain America. I'm just, I, and what I'm doing, I'm just pulling out people, uh, that are in the movies that are in theaters right yeah. now. Yeah, no, no, I got you. Uh, 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 uh shoot, uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch, Jaden uh, Smith. Uh, did you really just? Of course, I did not. You, you, so hold on, he's almost going to destroy you, a black you, man's you, career as father. Double dipped into the Smith family. <laughs> He's gonna. If Will doesn't stop that now, Will's gonna have his. Uh, Will's gonna be doing the Wild Wild they, West four. They'll be fun. if um, if Jaden doesn't I screw still, it up. We no, Jaden was that bad. He was that bad not only in the movie but in his promotions. If you're this bad in promotions, you're gonna take the whole Smith family down. Between whip your hair by the girl and him, you didn't like whip s- your hair. Oh come on, man. I whip my hair. I thought whip your hair was dope. Jesus. I'm for your daughters, sure, but well, for the rest of America. Th- I didn't think that whip whip my hair was a song well, that no, right. I was gonna be bumping in the in the in the SUV. Yeah. But I thought it was I thought it was a catchy song. Uh, for, Alfonso for Ribeiro. Um <laughs> it's going from bad to worse. Uh next next you're gonna see say Ben Vereen when uh, he did Ben Roots. Vereen, he was in Rock's uh, movie. Right, right. He was in Chris Rock's right, movie, right. made a little role. Um 
Jay Farrow. <laughs> Jay Farrow. Shout <laughs> out to him. I don't know. But um So so my my original say you're not gonna you won't see no, you're, uh, right, you're, right. you're not gonna see brothers uh like like uh, I remember on SNL. I remember I remember I, I and I don't like I don't I don't want it to seem like I'm always going to SNL, but we had a lot of experiences there. And uh I remember there were scenes where like Will Farrell and Chris Kattan would or would act like they were kissing and would kill and get laughs. And I remember saying, saying, you ain't going to see that. Well, Damon did it, though, with uh, Fox, right? Damon never, you never saw Damon. No, not you kiss, saw, but I'm saying but they bought like that's two gay guys. There's a difference between playing two gay guys and doing something that people deem as an actual gay act. What about Sean, guys? though? He did in Scary Movie 1 and 2, went pretty far. But but you know what? A, a lot up. of people, a lot of people um, over the years, if I'm not mistaken, uh, took that and ran with it and started true. questioning Sean's sexuality, true, true. And which was stupid. And it it was make stupid. And by the way, because he's, but, a, he's an let actor. Me say this. I saw Sean last night uh, or a week ago. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so, um, saw Sean a week ago. Uh, by the way, Sean, uh, very good dude. I am impressed with that. He can wear shades. Even at, at night, at, all the, at, at two a.m. I mean, Sean how he gets never, a, yo, he never he takes, always has his shades and on. Yo, that's funny. And the thing is, like, that's I'm also funny. impressed with like it's night, like it's hard to move it's around in shades. To, yeah, so I'm yeah. shout Especially out to in Sean. A nightclub. Yeah, it's actually really impressive. And I'm trying to remember. He must take him off on stage, but I can't remember now. But um, I've seen him a bunch, and I don't know. But uh, Sean showed up with uh this with I'm the not finest in, of the fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big fan of Asian women, not as Whoa, people, wow. but just to date. Um, I'm just not. It's just not my cup of tea. What? It's not my category. I look up. I mean, is that okay? Am I like a preference? That's fine, man. I have nothing wrong with them. They can not still ride on the same bus, just in the back, and I'm cool. Um, but no, but yeah, he had this uh, Philip. Uh, yeah, well, like if it's four or five in a film, I'm kind of like, all right, change the channel. But uh, yeah. You see, he showed up with this hot ass Filipino chick. Right. Woo! She was. It made me say, "Man, I need to, I guess, look into more." I guess <laughs> you have to delve, and, delve but, deeper. But you wouldn't do that because you have a wonderful uh, girlfriend right now. Yes, and yes. so therefore, no, I wouldn't. But, but I'm, just I'm saying, making like, sure. <laughs> I, I am because I'm friends with her. I'm making sure that we cover your bases so that <laughs> she's not listening to this podcast. I oh, guarantee. So, so essentially, what you're saying is a friend of mine. <laughs> Does not appreciate. You know the reason I said it is also no, because she came up to me. Um, I saw her. I think was it last week, week before, and uh, we. She said, yeah, "She and she said it was such pride." So she was beaming, and and I was like, "Oh," because she was like, "You, you, um, you spend time recording your podcast with my with my boo every week." And I was like, "She's <laughs> like, the word boo." Did she use the word boo? Maybe not boo. I hope not. My baby. I don't okay, know. Okay. I mean, I'm 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 paraphrasing, man. But it was, right. It's a nice, weird moment. Right. And then I was like, only because at that particular moment, I'm also thinking of your 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 pillow. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> well, if she's around, I don't have to use the pillow. You don't have to use the pillow. But, um, but you know what? It seems like you still would. I, Joe strikes me as a type that no, his girl would be there. No, say, I'm not going to use the pillow. I, I just got to get rid of this real quick. Then let's watch this movie. <laughs> but no, uh, um, yeah. So, well, yeah, she show up with a hot ass Filipino chick. But, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. Sure. I, um, but back to the Eminem track. Either the the the, the one of the reasons I also uh, dig Eminem bad is because uh, no one would. Th- th- he's he's clowning anyone that can just get past the the language and the actual uh, 
what he's what he's discussing could actually laugh. It's it's that you know what that is to me. That's a college college song. That's a song that you'll see cats at Ohio State play at a party. Like, dude, you gotta you gotta hear this. But that's this me. Song. Like, I feel but like I'm gonna you, be that way till 49. I, I believe maybe it. Maybe 69. I believe it. I see you went to the 69. That was very clever. Clever the comedy. Um. Huh. I think I actually will. I, I you think, would play that around your kids. You know what? I'm the only weird thing, the only probably morals I'm going to instill in my kids is if I have a daughter that I'm going to be like, all right, you're not going to be a hoe. But aside from that, I have nothing else to instill other than that. that right, You're not right, going right. to be a hoe. And you're not going to be a hoe, but check out FAC. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. This is funny. Check out FAC for what not to do. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what okay. I'm going to say. But um, I definitely enjoy it. I mean, you could see there's a common theme with me and the stuff that I find funny. Uh, especially you saw my last sketch, the ball is life sketch, which I yeah. think you could see had a heavy hand of my just humor in there. With, yeah, uh, well, uh, you know what? If, if Like who, what filmmaker like you? Sandler is really the, say, probably you could compare it to the most because like, we find it comparatively. Because yeah. I've seen him Sandler on- Sandler and the Farrelly brothers. Uh, yes, but I've been, yeah. I've been sort of, dis- I hope Dumb and Dumber is great, but there were some movies that lately I was, uh, I can't older, remember what they were. Older Farrelly. Older Farrelly's, I was a little right. disappointed. And but, some Apatow. Yes, I got a mix of Apatow, Sandler, and Wayne's. That's what I would put. And the Wayans, yeah, the Wayans. But the uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, Sandler. I noticed like when I was on set of Grown Ups Two, when he would throw out alternate lines for people. Yeah, so uh, guys, why why do me a favor? Uh, Why don't you rock, rock? Because I I love I love watching them. We spoke about this uh, previous episode. I love watching like Sandler and Rock. That whole crew of uh, SNL cats. Uh, they were in the they were in the trenches together. I just finished so, that invitation. So it's like, yeah. So, uh, Rock, I was thinking, why don't you? Uh, I was, you should you should dress like Prince. You should dress like Prince. And, and Maya, Maya, uh, she'll she'll come in as some some eighties throwback. Oh, you saw Grown Ups uh, too? You checked yeah, it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you uh, watching it with your kids. On, uh, yeah, yeah. Did they enjoy the, it? the kids they liked a good it. Time? Kids liked they had it. A good time. I like Grown Ups one better. Okay. I like Grown Up ones. Grown Up one. Grown up one, grown ups, grown ups one, one better, better than grown gotcha. ups I see, two. I actually like two actually better, but I mean, I guess I'm biased, but I. There were a couple of things that that were funny, but it, and it's hard being it's hard being a comedian or a comedic actor, or whatever, and you you see certain jokes like the what with uh with Tim Meadows and Alan right, right, Claiborne, right. yeah, yeah, but I but also but I also could see. Why they use it as a as a, as a sort of uh, tool to keep maintain as a running gag throughout the movie, and I can see other people say, oh, "It's stupid." They did right, the right. word again, you know. Right, right, absolutely. But so what I was saying is, when they throw those alternate lines, the, I, the exact same thing right. that I would find just not just find funny as everyone else finds it funny too, but just mindset, right. And he would laugh at it so hard, and, oh. and that I, but I was laughing the same way I laugh at certain things. Like we did a, a short, uh, like a short slash parody sketch. It's not out yet, and one of we did a bunch of clever stuff, funny lines, right. all this stuff. But the thing that cracked me up the most at the end of the day was we had a delivery guy in it, and he was supposed to be sick, and he was coughing and just coughing up phlegm. I, I was in tears. I mean, I was laughing uh, so hard by it. because I want to see that now. Yeah, no, it was, he did such a great job. He looks sick. He's coughing right on us. It's just gross. And we're supposed to be well, acting grossed out. Do. Which is, oh. Playing, he, playing sick, playing sick he and was, playing drunk is hard to do without looking like a caricature. Well, maybe that's why I was also laughing so hard because right. he hit it so like right. hard and he was so good. Right. And we had him like, he took off his hat, started hacking him in his hat and then put his hat back on. 
and it was just making me laugh so hard. So I, yeah, so when I would see Sandler throw in lines, like he threw a line to, you know, Dante, Peter Dante, who always is in all his movies. They're like, hey, how's like, I'm Dante. Yeah, Peter yeah, yeah, Dante. Yeah. He played the cop. Yeah. Jack's partner. Yeah, yeah. There's a line that ended up in the movie that wasn't in the script and he's there and Sandler, it's funny, Sandler's saying the alternate line to him off screen and saying it to him like Dante's supposed to say it. So he's like, all right, so I mean, you do a good imitation, but he's like, all right, uh, so um, say this. You started out good. Yeah, I was just trying to, <laughs> right, I'm imitating uh, you shit. doing him. So it was something like you said, uh, so uh, what's the line? I want to get it. Um, oh, he's like, yeah, so say this. He's like, uh, I should arrest her for uh, disturbing the peace in my pants. <laughs> And and I and when he said that, the whole crew laughed. I laughed. This it was so funny, and it was just cool to see that moment. Him throw that to him, him say it, and then that end up in the movie that wasn't part of the script. So that was kind of a cool thing to see. Right, 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 right. But right. it's really great to see the way him, Swartz, and all try to come up with lines. Like right. Even a scene they couldn't figure out. Wait, not can't figure out, but they were trying to figure out an Time ending to a line. Right. And they finally figured it out, and you could see once Stanley figured it out, he was laughing. So I, I got a kick out of how much he enjoyed it, and. It kind of, you know, it, well, it, it enforced what I would do when I film stuff the way I do it, that I'm like, oh, I'm doing the right thing because, like, you know, you're supposed to come up with stuff you like and if it makes you laugh, and, you know, you try it and hopefully, you know, it works for everyone else. But right, 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 it's got to make you laugh first. Right. Well, also, that uh, that's the beauty of uh, of uh, comedy when when you're building comedy as a, as a crew, as a team of people because uh, it, it there's something fun when it's collaborative you know as as stand-ups we get so caught up in working in the lab yes um that's which is protocol you know it's for the monkey protocol protocol it's, protocol is is protocol to to get on stage to to sit in the lab we're all sorry we're all in our own labs whether it's your bedroom whether it's your crib whether you go and write at starbucks or right a coffee shop or on your pillow <laughs> and you stir up the pot and then you bring it out and you rock it out on stage and hopefully it works, but sometimes it doesn't. Whereas if you're working on a TV show or a film or a sketch and you're shooting these things, the I I love uh, I love that com- collaborative process where I'll I'll have something, but then someone else is like, "Yo, you should do this," and then and and you see everyone else like, "Oh, that's a dope." But, but here's you know? the key is and also. You have to trust you, each other. Yes, and also how the people collaborate is a big deal. Because, like, you could have someone that's really funny. Right. But if they don't know how to collaborate, if they don't if they don't know how to... You know, how to, how how to, to help you punch up without being overbearing and, and yes, heavy-handed. If, that, if you don't have that, then it doesn't work. Right. Because you could have the funniest person, but then it can fuck up the whole chemistry right. or it won't work. If everyone's on the same page and was right. like... And everyone's cool, like, hey, here's an idea, but even if you don't use it, all right, cool, cool, whatever. Like, right. if it's that type of environment and everyone knows, hey, we're just trying to get whoever's thing this is, whatever, the best we can right. get. And through, because it has to go through ultimately one person or two person's vision, right. or you got too many cooks in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Cooks, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, because Apatow said that about Gary <laughs> Shandling. He was like, you know, like, hey, I pitched a joke, Gary, I thought it was funny, Gary didn't get it, whatever, I'll come up with another one because ultimately it's Gary's show. Right. So I have to come up with the best thing for him. It doesn't mean it wasn't funny. Right. He's like, two writers would have two uh, reactions. They'd go, either I suck or fuck him, he doesn't get it. And really, he's like, you need to have a third thing. It's like, no, it's just, it doesn't work for him. It doesn't mean it's not funny. Right. It doesn't mean you suck. It just means it's not right for this and you can use it for something else. And that's the key. And the first, those first two reactions are all ego-based. Yes, you, you got it. And I've never based. you can't you can't can't let your ego get in the way. If you're if you are writing for someone that's that's 
presenting your words and they have the final say-so on whether they're going to say it or not. Absolutely. All you can do is present it, and if they if they don't feel comfortable right. you know, well, reading those lines, you can't, you can't, you can't get mad. Say, oh, he hates me. He thinks I suck. No, he doesn't, he doesn't feel... It, does, it doesn't uh, flow out of his lips. Yeah, when you have your own thing, right. then you can then do it, and then, and then you're going to find out that you're going to see that you were wrong because you're going to have people pitching to you with that hostility, yeah. and you're going to see... Yeah. That kind of thing, because like even uh, on it's a, a dance, yeah, yeah even, even on a smaller scale, like uh, uh, me and Andrew were filming a sketch over the weekend, and we uh, both work on it together. But it was his uh, idea, it was okay. his sketch from the start, and there was something I did improv on set that made me laugh so much, very disgusting, made him laugh hysterically. Surprise. Yeah, surprise, made him laugh hysterically. Uh, but I know in his head he might be going, all right, this might be a little too far, or whatever. Mm. And I kind of pitched, I was like, no, but I think this is gonna be great, but. If he doesn't, I'm going, oh, but hey, it, that's, it's his sketch. It's his original idea. So if he doesn't feel it's you, but I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not like, oh, fuck, like you have to use it. It's, it's hilarious or whatever. I think it's funny. We both did. But yeah. if it doesn't ultimately work for the grand scheme of thing, hey, I just take it, use it somewhere else or whatever. Like it's right. not a big deal. Well, that's what, as funny that's, as I thought it was, I'm still not hostile about it. Right. Where I know as some people are, they're like, how do you not use that? It's the funniest right. fucking thing. How could you not use it? I don't understand. Well, especially comedy is very personal, man. And, and you feel like, you know, or I shouldn't say comedy, but sense of humor is very personal. And so if, uh, why why am I saying show? Like, and show uh, when you think. No, but I think you should just talk Sandler and the rest of the Yeah, show, I was, I was thinking uh, comedy is very, uh, <laughs> this is great. It's, it's very, very personal. And your sense of humor is very, it's, it's very personal. And so I was thinking that maybe if nobody laughs at me, then it's about me. Uh, but it is. It is. You you take it. You if you're on stage and a joke doesn't work, you get mad at the audience because you're like, even though although most of the time I don't. I'm not uh, you. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, speaking. But you're general, saying general. Okay, generally yeah. speaking, I got you, got you. a lot of guys will get mad at the audience instead of having the uh, this uh, this self uh, self um, the jeez what what's the, I just had it. I just lost. I just lost it that quickly. Um, instead of having the self-awareness to be able to say, you know what? I should have figured this out uh, before I brought it on stage. I thought my, I thought my charm, and we, I've, we've all done that where you're like, I have this new bit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bring it on stage. Someone's like, oh, you've been uh, rehearsing it? Nah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wing it and see where it goes. And sometimes that does work. Sometimes yeah. you, 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 you work a new joint and, and the, uh, you know your your adrenaline gets go, going and the freshness and you don't have you have no preconceived notions of the verbs and and words that you're going to use and you're not thinking about economizing and cutting down what words you're going to use and you just throw it out and if you recorded it then then you're golden because something might have worked something might not have worked but if it doesn't work a lot of guys are like eh, the audience sucked no, they didn't suck. It's a new joke. Well, the best is when an audience sucks and then you go up and do well and they're like, oh, how'd you find the audience? Yeah. I found them pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's that happens with every person. Every show, there's someone who found the audience to suck you. <laughs> well, like everybody, the, every, you, you, you're not going to necessarily be the cat that kills every night. Yeah. As, you know, as, as, as a stand-up, you got to realize that every night you might not be the dude that destroys it, you well, know? Yeah, I, I remember I did a show at a club and I did well and the person before me didn't do as well and I guess uh, the person, the, the managers were there and of that client uh -huh. and then they, it was funny because they said to me, they 
they responded to you you well. <laughs> like it was just it was that's, like that's this, the most they could get out. That's the most they could eke out and giving you so a compliment. Funny. And I was like, and first of all, hey, one night doesn't mean anything right. just because your person didn't. But it was just funny. Why not just a bit? That, hey, maybe I just connect for whatever reason I connected better, or I just had you know, or something they wanted to hear more than the other person. Maybe it was, they weren't in the mood for something really dark or whatever, you know. Funny. Are you uh, trying to get your shadows together? No, no, no. I have the uh, the shadows together. I had to respond to this. Uh, this text. Do a text. Oh, it's a do a text. Um, oh, you know what I was talking about yesterday on my podcast? Actually, by the way, I did because I had no guests. I did my first solo. Really? Inspired by you. Not easy. Not easy. No, it's um, not easy. Not easy, man. Um, but you get used to it, though. Yeah, I, I you know, had some lulls, had some uh, moments, but I got a couple things out of it. But I was talking about Philip Seymour Hoffman. You mentioned him on last week's podcast. Yeah, um, Philip Seymour um, Hoffman. I, um, <laughs> he, he died prematurely, which sucked because I I was I was looking Love Lisa. to... That's just, is that a movie I did? <laughs> Yo, here's the thing though. He left uh, $35 million to his wife. But not I his heard kids. about that. And because he because his quote was in the in the papers, and I mean in the, the lawyers when they read from the will that he didn't want them to be trust fund kids. And uh, which uh, understandable. But I also kind of thought like them to be trust fund kids. I mean, I don't understand how people would be disappointed. That's that's what I left. I, well, the reason I'm doing this is as uh, I I never did this. I've been meaning to do this impression on stage, and I never did. I never did. Do it do now. You, do you understand why I did? Do it with do a syringe that. sticking out. Oh wow! Um, wow! But yo, you know, too, it's too soon. Was it too soon? Too soon. So, or the, if, then backtrack and say you were doing Chris Tucker from Dead Presidents. Um, it's just, you know, just, and then just say oh, I he did the wrong it. voice. Chris Tucker thing. killed that. That was yeah, a great. That, that, that was, was a great role. Acting, but. Period. That was really yeah. good. That's a shame he doesn't do more because he was great in Silver Linings too. I liked him in Silver I Linings heard Playbook. He was, uh, he was up for they were remaking. He's great uh, in Rush Hour Six. <laughs> no, they're there's a movie. There's a French film. Ah, uh, damn. There was a French film. It was a. It was about uh, uh, this old guy. This guy was uh, paraplegic, and he hired a, a young African uh, to be his sort of male nurse, mm -hmm. and. Indivisible. Um, I, I'm gonna look it up in a second. Uh, with the Omar Sy guy, he played. Uh, Is that to do with Chris Tucker? Yeah, and Chris Tucker was supposed to be up for doing the. You know, in America, they they'll remake a movie as soon as it comes out. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, very but weird. uh, um, go ahead, finish, finish. Oh no, I was just saying. Um, but actually, I do. I wish, I wish Chris Tucker would do because he really is a good actor. He's a, he's, and he's and Dead Presence was great, and I'm amazed. I mean, I know he actually. He just enjoys life, so that's why he doesn't do work. Was the name oh, of the Intouchables? Movie. Okay. Intouchables. Okay. Um, Intouchables. Great, great, great film. But um, yeah, but no, I actually just thought Philip Seymour Hoffman was kind of funny that he left. Uh, well, that he well no, he left zero dollars, but that he said I don't want them to be trust fund kids, and I was kind of like, well, I mean, I'm not sure you should be telling them uh, anything. I, I think you know, I you know what I mean. Like it's kind of like. Uh, Maybe you should have put in some things about don't do drugs in the will or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm not that too. You know, like <laughs> the fact that you're like, hey, I don't want you guys to be trust fund kids. It's kind of getting on a little bit of a high horse there. Hey, watch. Hey, dad, take it easy, dad. Why don't you get off the heroin? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would be, it's a very easy response. Like, I mean, maybe uh, Michael suggested maybe you didn't want them to have that money to buy the heroin. But e either way, it's like, right, right, right. Uh, you know, hey, how about dad? Maybe give me the million. I think what you kind of did was a can little I, selfish. Can I at least get a million? I, yeah, I think you were being a little selfish with the fifty bags of heroin you had. I mean, maybe you shouldn't have the maybe, thirty-five maybe million. Share it. 
maybe you should give me that money. Let me hold it for you. Right, and right, let right, me right. designate how much you should get. Well, it was always funny how people choose to take their moral high ground. I'm like That's a weird know, place to take yeah, it. I'm, 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 uh, I'm shooting up heroin right now, but I don't, I, I don't want my kids to become... Uh, become trust fund kids and how did I suddenly go from Seymour Hoff, Philip Seymour Hoffman to Lewis Black? Yeah, my fault. Love Liza. Uh, this is a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. Uh, go check out Mike in the background came from behind the sound bars. That Love you Liza. You got to check out Love Liza. And buy it on Good DVD movie? because his estate could use the money so maybe yeah, his yeah. kids can get some because they don't have the 35 million. He plays a drug addict. Oh wow, wow! Oh boy! Oh, but you know what? That's that's uh, what's her name? Uh, Natasha Leone. She she uh, we did a movie. Pull up. We did a movie years ago. Uh, Natasha and I. Oh, Denzel. Called, called Goy Band. No, I actually I shot this movie with. Oh, her I thought you were doing the, Denzel. Up in the Caskills, and um, she's on Orange Is the New Black, um, and just got nominated for an Emmy. So she, wow, congrats to her. But uh. There's a scene, she plays a drug addict, a uh, 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 reformed drug addict who's still in prison. And there's a scene, um, uh, I won't give away what she does, but there's a scene with, with heroin where she has, she uh, challenged as to whether or not she's going to, um, you know, shoot up again or not. Yeah. And it's, it's the type of scene that, you feel like only someone that has battled those demons in the past could really play right. effectively, you know? And so, so I actually, now I definitely want to see, uh, was it Love Liza? Love Liza, I want to see that. And which is, which sounds kind of crazy. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I want to see him play what actually took him out. But I, I just, you know, he's a brilliant actor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Oh, it's like Dennis Hopper, Blue Velvet shit. Huh. Well, I want to see, I think his best work, I think we can all can agree, uh, Along Came Polly with him and Ben Stiller. Along uh, Oh, dude, he killed. Oh, oh, what, what did he Let it scream? rain. Let it rain. <laughs> I love, dude. And he's so funny in Those that movie. Like, I go, yeah, I go oh, yeah, and he goes, yeah. yeah, so I've been uh, doing some community, community theater. Bunch of amateurs, if you ask me. And Ben Stiller's like, isn't that kind of the whole point of community theater? Whatever you say, Ruben. Whatever you say, Ruben. He was so funny, dumping I, um, the pizza grease, more of his yeah, grease onto yeah. his grease. I think, um, I think I sharted. So I funny. Think, uh, I love when he goes, what? when he goes, can we switch on the court? He's like, yeah. I just figured out how to cover this man right here. <laughs> now, real basketball heads will appreciate right. that type of dialogue. And then he's like, white chocolate. And he's doing all his <laughs> shit. Yo, and, uh. You know what's funny? And I, I think I told you I met him at Chelsea Piers once. I met oh, him. No. He was watching us play basketball one day. He was like a really quiet dude just watching us play. And I was just like, oh, shit. Look who Maybe he was very studying quiet. For, for a long, a long game. I think it was after. Oh, okay. but I don't know. You know, but very quiet. And um, I uh, we we did some lines together. Um, did some uh, yeah. like you ran lines? No, I meant like from a script? No. Yeah. <laughs> You want to give these shout-outs? Because I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you you run run to the little tinkle box, and I will give our shout-outs. Uh, and you know what I want to... I want to... It's going to take... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Okay. Oh. Why did I feel like I've seen that cover? This is the cover to Love Liza that uh, Mike is showing me. You know what? I guess because he, he looks like the character... He looks like the same character he played in Boogie Nights, but older and more downtrodden. Um, yeah, I definitely got to check this. Uh, uh, Sony Pictures Classic, Love Liza. What year did this come out? 
Oh, that's why. That's why. Well, because he... Yeah, okay. It wasn't even in theaters, so that's a straight-to-video joint. Interest. Interesting. How how delightful. Um, so, you know what? Oh, early 2000 or so. Okay. I wanted to... Um, I wanted to take this time to um, send shout-outs and thanks to the people that have supported uh, the Father Monkin Podcast. I think this is like a 30-second episode, man. We've been doing this consistently for um, seven or eight months. This is wonderful. I want to shout-out. Oh, comedian Mike Flynn, uh, you know, he he bigged up and and also uh, re, re, retwatted about our podcast. Uh, Sean L. McCarthy at the Comics Comic. Um, gave us a, a wonderful review some weeks back. Of course, we have to thank, uh, you know, I think I shouted out previously, but I'll shout out again. Naughty One, um, who, who uh, she gave us a, a repost. Um, uh, my man at underscore lyrical minded Kenzie. Um, you know, we met and uh, he said, I'm a real cool guy to, uh, to talk to. My man, uh, Anas Parvazi. That's my man, Anas. He uh, is my homie, little homie. Um, he does his thing overseas. I met him with, with Maz Jabroni. Maz Jabroni, very funny, funny brown comic um, who's the king of our run comedy. Um, so big up my man, Anas, uh, who... Uh, no, oh no, no, no! I'm not, I'm not flying anywhere. You mean over the, 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 the zone? No, no, no dangerous zones will I be flying into. Oh, you know, big shout out to my man um, Ali Leroy and uh, Owen Smith. They have their uh, podcast um, that that I did a couple of episodes of um, Alias Smith Leroy. Uh, I think I said that right. I hope I did. Jeez, I stink. Um, but Alias Smith and Leroy. Uh, who else did I give give a shout out to? Um, let's let's see. Uh, comedy hype because they retweet uh, um, our 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 podcast from time to time. They repeat, retweet and repost about the Father Muck Protocol. My man uh, Jay Red, who I think I shouted out previously, so I'm shouting him out again because he's been supporting since day one. He even says. Uh, he said this a couple of weeks ago. Man, I can't get a shout out. I've been championing your pod since you started. And I'm a black guy who listens to pods. Who knew? Who knew? Is he like so homophobia too? He's like, yeah, he <laughs> pause. Uh, you heard that? Pause. See, I call back to previous episode. Listen, um, there's nothing wrong with There's nothing wrong with a little sometimes man touching. If, hey, man, if you say so, well. Uh, <laughs> You know, but th that's the difference between brothers can't joke like that. <laughs> you joke like that. It's what, like, what everybody's say? like, yo, see you. I told you about him. I told you, D you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to my man, uh, Dave N. Cuyahoga Cole. Uh, or at Dave216, man. He follows it and he, uh, he supports. He said he's been listening to the podcast since the first ep. I'm half black half African-American mixed with colored and Negro. So that's a tropical blend of fruity flavors. Huh? <laughs> uh, as always, shout out to my man, Oscar Calrissian. Oscar always. Oscar. Oscar always uh, bigs us up, man. Oscar. Uh, uh, you know, and also shout out to uh, Harley Quinn. Um, she, I think she lives in Cleveland, so she, she jumped on. You know what? And I wanted to talk to you about how you feel 
since you're a basketball basketball head, I want to see how you felt about the, you know, King James returning King to James. returning to Cleveland. The king, you know, he's the, the king. king, and he he, <laughs> he is, is the, the king. The, the, now, would you would you going back to what we were talking about last week? Would you say he's legendary status or no? Well, obviously. still premature. Or? I mean, well, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's gonna. He's obviously a legend. Okay? Mm-hmm. Really, I guess. I mean, but I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Okay, okay, fan. that's that's fair enough. But, Shout out to Abby. Uh, huh? Right, right, right. There's always somebody did something to him or his dad. So, uh, shout out. Hold up, real quick. I, I, I'm gonna finish the shout out. That is true about him, but I hated him way before that. Okay, well, at least at why least you're I consistent. Why can't I just hate somebody for just not? I mean, not hate, but why can't I not? No, like no, somebody? you use the word hates, which means you probably felt that way. But hate is a strong word. Hate is a big. Karis uh, once said, "The word hate is a very, very big mistake." Listen, I hated basketball coaches. I don't hate LeBron. You know okay, what I mean? It's a different okay, level. Okay. All right, I'm finishing. I'm finishing these shout outs. Shout out to uh, our homie uh, Abby Crutchfield uh, at Curly Comedies. You know Abby? Yeah, yeah, a little comedy. bit. Yeah, she's, she's she said she's something funny. about us. Um, I don't know. Now I'm just running through uh, people just in case I forgot anybody. Did I shout out Mike Gaffney? Funny dude, he's on last comic this season. Did his thing. Uh, shout out to uh, Ike Love Certified, aka at Follow EW Priv. I don't know where people come up with these names, yeah, but uh, but more love to whatever just happened to Larry <laughs> or David. Why is everyone so stuck in like AOL username? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, right, right. And, uh, Angel Isaac, uh, who gave me a shout out from uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, and shout out to Mo Obama at Beneath My Veil and Mo Obama. Like, um, the odd of Obama was listening to the podcast, right? Um, I, I, I gotta say, I've, uh, I've checked out a, a couple of uh, podcasts. Um, I, I heard the callback. Uh, like what they're doing. Uh, that Joseph Vesey, little dirty, but I like him. And uh, of course, shout out to my main man. You know Obama would say something like my he main would. man. He, he would. would say my main man, which would make every black cat say, why you guys go there? What are we in 1975, brother? Well, Ahmad Jai Rashad took- used to do that. Oh, shout out. Yeah, but Ahmad Rashad did that years ago. Yeah. Everyone, was, everyone was his main man, by the way. Everyone was his main man. There was man. no one that was not his main man. Right. And so anything, here's the thing. Here's the rule. <laughs> If if mainstream media or white people say it, black people don't say it anymore. That's how we feel. So like like I I, I was at a show last weekend and someone as I was walking on straight stage, I kid you not, someone white was had their hands um in in a sort of shoulder press motion and started pushing. Remember when people used to push it up? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah I got whack quick. See and see how you're squinting? That's how. I almost felt, but I said, oh, well, you know, they don't know any better. Yeah, it nah. was for me. It was to encourage me. Yeah. I'm going on, and they were like, push it up. And I was like, oh, Yeah, that, that really okay. got bad fast. Yeah, well, it just, it never, if you think about it, it was never good. Now I just do the pelvic, you know, I kind of like. You sway your, yeah. your. Oh, Arsenio did the bark. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, boy. But that was a throwback to the, the dog pound in, uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that part. Of it. Right. So before I you judge, I knew you were judging it because judging he, it. He, he hates all things Arsenio since Arsenio came at his first favorite uh, Great White Hope rapper, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> so legends. 
Legend. Legends. Arsenio's a legend. I'll give it to him. But you know, did you have we spoken since they canceled him? Uh, I think so. I mean, yeah, they canceled. They canceled Brother Arsenio's show, man. Brother Arsenio is he Muslim now? Arsenio's show, brother. Oh man, well, Brother Arsenio X. That well, his was foul. From what well, I understand, they. Well, I, he said, why'd they do that? That's a hilarious um, question. Why is that hilarious? <laughs> you don't think the, the, the ratings were where they needed to be? Uh, I, I have no idea about the ratings. I mean, um, well, but the, the, imagine what reason they could have came up with. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was good. I thought, it was, good I thought when, it was wonderful, especially okay, when I was on. I thought it was good for about five minutes when you were on. And then the rest of it was about, that was about it for me. I thought it was good when him and Eddie, I thought that, you know, those things were cool. When they had guests on, but let's face it, you know, if your show's based on your guests, then you're but not that's in it. All, that's the majority. That's most not true. Pe most people, most people, uh, it helps, I would, I would argue that the majority of people say, for instance, with Saturday Night Live, a lot of people don't watch SNL, but if someone, who, if Melissa McCarthy's on and people know, say, Melissa McCarthy's on and Prince is on, people are going to say, oh, you know, I got to yeah. watch, I'm a DVR that. I won't DVR the show normally, but I DVR it. Um, of course, but I'm saying, but like something like the, okay, let's just take, but I'm not, if you're not going to watch SNL without that, then that probably means you don't like the show that much, is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So I'm saying your show should still stand on its own, want to watch it. Like the Breakfast Club, if I, there's not a guest that I want to see, but there's some guests, You'll still I actually listen still will regardless. watch it because I like Charlemagne, I like Oh, you have them. Revolt TV? I don't. Oh, okay. I'm just saying on the the uh, on the internet. Okay. The, the, okay. The streams. Okay. So that's all I meant. So Arsenio, if he doesn't have a guest on like Eddie Murphy right. or Dean Edwards, you're not. Gonna... I would then turn it away. You know what? You get you get maybe kudos even cancel for... the channel. You you <laughs> you cancel channel eleven. I, you get kudos because you included me and Eddie in the same. Hey uh, man, that was a great set. That was a fun time. I mean, I get why that was a big moment. I think that was a great thing. Right. I think it's awesome that you got to do that and. I still do respect Arsenio for what he did. Right. I just, you know. Well, I, what here's what was foul. I don't know exactly why. Um, His interview skills were to too good, it. and they said, "Let's just let's just stop it right now." Dude. But even if it, but you know what? Even if his interview, if his interview skills were where you want them to be, um, they still would have done that. I know, they, I know. They I'm just messing around. The show. Um, I just thought it was foul because he got renewed. They renewed them for a second season. And the, yeah. They had gotten renewed for a second season. From what I understand, they they were off to celebrate. They were off that week to celebrate getting picked up for a second season. And, what, and, what and did happen? they got canceled that Friday while they were on vacation. I thought and that did was... Did they say why? I, I, I never heard why. Okay. Oh. I never heard... Uh, I never heard... Or I was making sure. I was making sure. Research. Uh, why? Well, I just thought it was like, damn, you know... Fire somebody so because he didn't get a chance to say thanks for giving me a second chance at least do you to, think, to his do you, fans. Do you think maybe that Eddie just kind of withdrew too much money from the account, or he just he's took, stupid? He said, "I'm done." <laughs> I don't think he did anything. Honestly, I mean, I have the, uh, a couple of my buddies worked on the show. Say again. They had renewed. That's what I'm saying. They renewed the show for a second season. So where did Owen Smith go? He went and somewhere else. Owen, Owen, Owen just got married um, last oh, weekend. So yeah, he'll be fine. Owen's, no, I know Owen's writing Owen and everything. Working, yeah, I know. So, um, but yeah, he he was he was one of the. I guess if you if the, the showbiz casualty for that moment, yeah, because he he wrote on the show. I think Owen actually helped uh, give the show some some more flavor. Um, but you know, Dems. Yeah, shout out Dems. to Owen Smith. Shout out to Owen Smith. Owen. Um, Oh, the big O, baby. 
Um, Owen yeah, Smith, we, really we, good dude. Really real, nice guy. Real, real good dude. I, I, I met Owen. We, we first met doing a, a show on the Chitlin Circuit in uh, St. Louis. Cedric the Entertainer used to have a club that I, that Nelly and his people used to always go through in this like late nineties. And uh, I remember Owen said when I did uh, Alias Smith and Leroy their podcast, uh, he reminded me. I forgot. I thought the first time we worked together was doing a college together in North Dakota. But he's like, nah. He's like, nah, man. You know what? The first time I met you, um, everybody was bombing on the show and you went out and crushed it. I was like, oh. And then as when you, I was like, oh, I do remember. Because a club, it wasn't, man, this club wasn't for comedy. This club was to, to get just groove on, get just swerve on, holler at females. They had no business. Yeah. Doing comedy there, but because I, I was doing a bunch of hip hop influenced material and impressions, they like I I I was like, you know, let me get these people's attention real quick and keep it moving, which is what I did, baby. Um, but yeah, so you you have a problem with LeBron? I actually respect LeBron going back to Cleveland. Man. You respect him? Yeah, I respect. Do. I do. I do. What's why, the why? respect? He left. He came back. What's the? Re- I don't understand. What, what's the? What's the problem with him? Uh, no, there's no problem. Back? But why? Why respect? Oh no, I res- I, because uh, like what's so big about it? He's a millionaire. He's back. He yeah, lives there. He's, I, I, like, what's I, I, think, the- I think he went and and he got his 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 uh, ring fix. He got he got his rings. He he was uh, you 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 enter the league with one goal, which is to win rings. Now he's going back, quote unquote, home to see if he can help his city out. That's why I respect it because understanding that he, uh, when he was in Cleveland, because he's from uh, Dayton. Or That's what I'm saying. He's from there. I'm just saying, but is it but, really but, that big of a deal? Um, I think it is because have you been to Cleveland in the last couple? But of he years? likes it. No, 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 no. I'm saying so. Mike's saying you've been to Cleveland, and and so you see the the the. the 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 energy in Cleveland when when this dude left and I spoke about it before is horrendous. Like people and people and this is not. I don't want Cleveland anybody hit me from Cleveland. Like come on man, why are you coming at us? But I had people in your city say, yeah man, since LeBron left, people are just kind of in a funk. Now <laughs> is it wrong to put the entire weight of your city on one man's shoulders? Yes, but I also haven't seen how. The how someone explained that the energy in the city was 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 palpable and economically, uh, him being down down in this one area, out partying during the off season, what have you, just brought well, yeah, everyone I'm, I'm, out I'm, yeah. and helped the economy. Yes, I I'm was, not saying it won't help. I, no, no, I know. Get I'm that, going back but... to what you were saying. You said, "Why do I respect him?" So I, right. I, res- I respect him going back because that's going to help out. But do you think it was all motivated by that? Uh, well, what I mean, do you he think he lives motivated? there. I'm saying he already lives there. He okay. He wants to. He likes being there. He likes being yeah. near his home city. So right. okay, I don't think I'm going to win a championship again here right now. So I'm going to go over here and try to do, do it. You, you think? You think? You think he said I'm not? He doesn't think he. You don't think that Miami are contenders anymore? I, I don't know 100 contenders because I honestly didn't follow it enough this okay. season to make that opinion. But I'm saying because they that, didn't make it to the final. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Right. That's why it's pretty shocking. It's pretty pretty shocking that he left. I mean, people were surprised that he was going right. back to Cleveland. People weren't like, "Oh, this makes sense." Right. So I'm saying, yeah, I get it that maybe it'll be even a little bit harder and he's going back. Right. But I mean, all right, he's getting 40 million dollars for 2 years. Like I'm just saying like it's a little bit easier. I just don't think it's a huge 
a gesture he's doing. I think the gesture just works out for him and it does help the city. It's great. Right. I'm sure he took that into consideration, but the gesture is just not that huge. I mean, he's a multimillionaire and he's going he, back home. Wherever he went, it was going to work out well. Right. You know, is it what that's he, what I'm saying. So yeah, it's just so, not that grand of a gesture is what I'm saying. Well, that's that's your. your if he, if you tell me he went there for uh five hundred thousand dollars and took mm -hmm. a pay cut and uh you know and well, what, what, then what, I'd be like, all right, well I guess that was a pretty nice thing he did. Well, but what and he would gave thirty nine million to Cleveland. I'd say, hey, wow, that was a pretty hell of a but thing. What, what, there would be no point to that. And that's, uh, but that's I'm just an unrealistic. Saying, it's not okay, a, it's, but that's, he's that's, a millionaire. That's not realistic. But 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 at that point, somebody could say, well, if he's a millionaire, he doesn't need. Uh, he they could have gave him eighty million. They could have gave him five million. You know right. what I mean? So it's easy for us to talk about uh, what's what's the honorable thing to do because we don't have <laughs> right. I don't think he owed anybody anything. I think I don't either. I don't. I I I was uh when people were pissed off that he went to Miami. It was the I way was, he. It was the way he did it. No, was, a lot of people were just pissed off he left. Okay, but I'm saying for me, hometown. it was the way you, he did you, it. you didn't like the whole press conference. Yeah, he was just a clown. Right. That was a complete clown move. And now, was that was that on him or was that on ESPN or both? Oh, uh, it's ultimately on him because if without him, nothing else exists. Mm -hmm. So ESPN even, would be foolish not to take they, advantage of but it. But didn't they say that uh, that money went to like the Boys and Girls Club? And if so, well, even so, though, it's just it was a whole spectacle. I'm going to take my talents. Shut the hell up. Take your talent and shove it up your ass. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to take my talents down. Like, oh, my God, get over yourself. Gee, you just came on your belly in that statement. God, why you swallow your own on semen? On his pillow? Yeah, it was just like, ugh, gross. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I saw how people had a problem with that with the present with the presentation, I want to know what happened to all the all the people that are back on the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm not on it. Not I'm not you. Back. No, yeah, not I'm just you. Saying, no, I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm not. Back everyone on. in Cleveland that burned a jersey, I'm curious. Uh, show do you have to go buy a new uh, one? A new one. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly was from Cleveland. He had that line his song, "Got that heat, no LeBron, no." You know, and he did his own yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, people went in on him, but yeah, it's it, now the people that are gonna get back on the bandwagon. I think people reacted way overly harshly. I mean, burning things and saying all right. these crazy things. That's a little. Uh, well, because it becomes a violent. I'm like, how? How? So you're just showing how much of a violent uh, person you are deep down. Yeah. The man who burned his jersey. I was like, burn no, him. But when Lakers won the championship the first year, which I was Damn there. Damn you all. Do you remember that? Hell. Do you remember that? Again? When the Lakers won the championship the first year. Which I, first year? Like first year. Well, years ago. Oh, I don't mean like, you know. I, we have history. You know that the we. I meant, yeah, yeah. Sorry. First year I, I Kobe, okay. Kobe, yeah, my he bad. Yeah, you're right. My yeah, bad. I'm a, I'm a my bad. Guy, no, you're right. I, I messed up. Uh, I was there for the whole finals. And when they won it. John we, Sally was a, was the uh, NBA champion. John Sally. I don't Sally, know if he actually, was on that year. That He came on, I believe, because he was retired. And then he came back. I don't know if he was there I think the first got, year. I think he. Oh, not the first year. They won. Not the first year they won. But they had to close. We were leaving the Staples Center. Uh -huh. The Pacers were there. The bus. We were with everybody. Lakers, everyone, celebrities. I was with Mark Curry. I was with everyone. The doors closed. They cl locked us in because they were rioting outside <laughs> for them winning the championship. It was really violent. They were turning over cars. They were burning things. Cops were everywhere. No one could get out the Staples Center. <laughs> it was like, it was packed in there. It was like, I mean, Will Smith. Every, it was, we were all in one section in this parking lot in the stable mm -hmm. center basically where celebrities come in and the players park their cars okay. and we just had to stay there they wouldn't let us out they oh couldn't. wow we were gonna get i mean they were they were it was nuts but you were stuck with will smith 
<laughs> yeah, Will Smith was somewhere around there. I mean, no, I was hanging out. I remember was, I was with was Mark Jayden Curry. Jaden, no. no, thank God. Um, he wasn't born yet. Um, Will hadn't made the mistake yet. Wow. Um, wow. wow. Sorry. Shout out to Jaden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who's an avid listener of the Father Monk Protocol? I so, am positive. But um, it was, yeah, I remember hanging out with Mark Curry, Travis Best. It was like a bunch of guys and the Pacers just lost the championship, right. I believe. And uh, But that, yeah, the Lakers had won and they were acting like psychopaths. Right. But it, yeah, because always, they won. What if they had lost? But right. what if they had lost? What would they have done? I can't right. imagine. I mean, pe cops were shooting people with rubber bullets. I remember being at the Marina Del Rey Hotel the next morning, seeing all the stuff on the news, the fires, the cops everywhere, rubber bullets. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't right. around during that time. I, I, you would have thought someone had beat up a black dude again. That's right. what you thought. They were <laughs> acting like someone beat up the next, you know, Jimmy King, whoever right. the next Jimmy King, King was, King was going to be. Yeah, the, uh, but pretty, pretty crazy stuff. People uh, burn stuff and get violent. But yeah, LeBron coming back. I think it's, I think it's cool though. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. I will say that. I think it, him shocking everybody right. and being on Cleveland and seeing what he's going to do there is going to be interesting. interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you got good players. Dwayne Wade, I guess you know he's wrapping it up soon, and uh, he's going to get out. You know, put some ice bags on his tight clothes and settle down somewhere with his uh, beautiful wife. Gabrielle Union, who I love that Drake, who did an excellent job, I must say. did a say. great job hosting the ESPYs. <laughs> Yo, uh, but can we say that before we wrap up? Because we do have to wrap yeah, up. We're we got to wrap hour. it up soon. Yo, he did, for a non-comedian, did an amazing job being funny, hosting the ESPYs. Well, he's an actor, too. What? No, he's more of an actor than a rapper. He and acts I, like and a thug sometimes. Absolutely, but he was so funny. He's talent. And the song he sang, Side Pieces, which I know Michael had a problem with, but I thought it was, it was brilliant. It was hilarious. Right. In a room like that with all these guys who were probably sweating, wives have probably caught them with side pieces, was so funny. It was so awkward and so hilarious that he would do it. Because he would do it. Was, it was truth. And it was legitimately funny that he would sing that there. The only right. If I would have said I would have went even one further, maybe even called someone out. Um, but then I guess you got to maybe get your ass whooped after the so. show. But... I don't know if you saw that him sing side I, pieces. I, I got so good. The, I recorded him because I was. Uh, it, it was so was good. Like can you can you plug that in before we go? Is possible? Hold on, let me plug this in and hear Dean's reaction. Side piece. The song is so good. I want. I downloaded Donnell's song "Save a Bitch." I love comedy songs. Right. I have Donnell's "Save a Bitch" in my car. I have Sandler's song "Secret" where he trimmed his bush, and I need to put this one in there too. Okay. Uh, it's brilliant. And then we. That's should, the one that uh, uh, Brian McKnight came out and sang. Yes, on? sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is bigger than LeBron coming back. This song. So, uh, well, well, and I want to hear Dean's reaction. Bye, bye. We're not recording right now. Uh -huh. Here now comes, we're recording. Here is Drake's side. This next song literally has nothing to do with you at all. Yes, sir. We hear it. Unbelievable. This is a uh, this is a song about the real glue that holds the sports world together. It's a song that I call side pieces. Side pieces. I know that you're watching this from home. I can't wait to see you on the road. Cheering from the shadows, I hear you calling out. Wifey sees a text and asks, what's this all about? I tell her you're just a friend. A lot of these guys are dying for the song to end. That's funny. <laughs> I'm asking, would you be mine? 
Would you get on this flight to Cleveland, Ohio at 2.45? I had a rough game, I took two shots, I was 0 for 2. Tough day, I need that one thing only you can do. Skylar, this is the one thing that I would be for you. This goes out to all my side pieces. Side pieces. That's actually side pieces. This goes out to all my side pieces. You know that you'll never be the main one. City to city, I see you and we're in the same one. Side pieces. Side. Los Angeles, I want you to make some noise for the real king of side pieces, Brian McKnight, one time. How's he feel? Make some noise. You'll always be less. comfort in knowing that you're okay being shaken. I already got a starter, but I'm looking for the rest of my team. Sign pieces and train and go on and wave your hands with Drake and me. Don't be embarrassed. Sign pieces where you at. You're probably in the top five. I know you're not the <laughs> because I know you gotta be way back yeah. in the back. They're all, they can't even see you. Los Angeles, you better make some noise for oh, Brian McKnight one time. This is so funny. Brian McKnight, the kid. That legitimately is funny. I wonder if there was there were any writers that helped him with that, or if he did that. You know what? Oh, I know there was definitely writers for the monologue. For the monologue, but I wonder. I'm guessing. I'm gonna guess there had to be, or at least that. But I could see him being, you know, clever enough to do that one. But uh, you're, yeah, that would be great. I mean, as soon as he said it, though, I said, "Oh my God, that's an edgy thing to do in this room," and that was pretty. That was pretty hilarious. He's gone up a lot of notches in my book this past no, year. No, no, Drake. Drake is a talent. I've, I've never, I never had a problem with uh, a lot of people. I have a physical problem with him. Oh, when I see him, he says something about your dad again, man. Just... <laughs> imagine, imagine he has a song called "Yeah, that'd be great." He didn't kiss my mother. He's not, he's not black enough for my mother. <laughs> he's too yellow. He's too high yellow. He's and my the, mother hates not, Drake. She he's, thinks he's a cornball. Of course he does. If she if she kissed him, she'd be like, get your lips off me, you Canadian cornball. Um, but where's yeah. that darkness? Yeah, where's that darkness? That, where's that John Sally? Yeah, where's that John Sally? Where's that Wesley <laughs> Snipes? That Snipes. That Snipes. Hey, oh, that man. Charlie Murphy. Ooh, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Cold-blooded. Stick that ferocious tongue you know, down my never, throat. We never, I never uh, talked about uh, going to Chappelle's uh, concert. Did I? Did I? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, uh, next, next, we'll next talk one. about that we'll next, next week, one. Man. Yeah, yeah, we went I went. Uh, I went nights. to a weird one. I didn't really go, but I kind of went. Oh, uh, okay. I somehow can, can, I can, I have all the evidence to convince I was there, but I wasn't. Oh, that's right. You got a t-shirt? Well, because what happened was, uh, just real quick, I was walking with a comedian from Caroline's and I was like, man, I wish we could get to this show right now. I can't be walking right past. This sucks. Some guy comes out, hey, you want two tickets? The roots are on. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, all right. And then I was that's like, hilarious. and I went to, we went to go see the roots. I got bored by them, um, but at least you don't I was, like the roots. I was bored. I'm not saying I don't like them. I thought Rozelle was awesome, Rozelle and, the, is and, and the Black Thought was cool. Rozelle, but we saw Godfather Chappelle. Noise. Yeah. We saw Chappelle come out, introduce the roots, saw the roots, left before they ended. But so you missed I never, his set. Yeah, I missed his set, but I never saw. I never been in Radio City before, and Radio City Yo, is beautiful. Mike just got nervous. 
<laughs> was my wife's kid coming in. That's funny. Oh, you thought it was like a burglar? Yeah, you should have seen his face. Um, so I saw Radio City. What a beautiful place oh, to perform. Dude. And I wish I had gotten to see uh, my man Donnell open up. And oh, did Donnell do that particular he, he, I show? I don't know if he did that one, but he did a bunch of them. And I just wish I could have oh, seen dope. him rock that's that dope. out. But uh, and I, I, At least I saw Chappelle at the cellar. So, But I wish I could have seen okay. him at Radio City because that place is such an incredible oh, it's venue. beautiful. Beautiful theater. It, it really is great. Beautiful. It's, uh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll uh, talk about it next time. But um, I did get a little wet, but that's neither here nor there. What your pillows for? So, um, yeah, Vessi, uh, uh, check out his podcast, The Callback. Yeah, uh, please check it out. Rate, review, subscribe. Did my first solo, so check it out. It's an experiment. Solo. Check it out. Um, experiment and check out Sneakerheads and Ball is Life, NBA Ball is Life sketches on YouTube. Boom, check out his uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Joseph Vessi 11. Yeah, Joseph check it Vessi out. 11. Look up my name, Joseph Vessi, V E C S E Y. And uh, I am going to sell my pillow when I'm famous. What? Yeah. V for what? vasectomy? V for vasectomy. Oh, no. We ain't no vasectomies over here. I'm letting loose. So I'm selling my pillow, though, when I'm famous. Wow. And anyone, you know someone will buy it. Someone, I'm sure someone, someone will, will buy it. Someone has followed your semen covered adventures for years. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good name of a children's book for me there to put you out. Go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, check me out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at I am Dean Edwards. Uh, and uh, y'all can catch me at Magooby's Joke House in the middle of August. Uh, that would be August, uh, let's see, August 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Catch me at Magooby's Joke House, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Y'all make sure if you, you dug the, uh, you know, interact with us, hit us, let us know you dug, dug the uh, podcast, what you'd like to hear us talk about, see whatever. And uh, and I did my best to shout out a lot of the people that listen already. So uh, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna go drink some water. Been good, Mike. As always, thanks for the sounds and keeping us clear. It's Dean Edwards, I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Easy. Two fingers. <laughs> Should have kept that.